the last of the replays of the month and in keeping with the theme of evaluating, we are taking a look at impulse spending. And at the end, like I have in the past several replays, I share some of my thoughts at the present moment so you can see how much or how little or how not at all my thought process has changed since recording the original episode. Que lo goces. Yes, you are here. Bienvenida to the Her Dinero Matters podcast, a mixed language podcast hosted by me, Jen Hemphill, to help you become the reign of your money and love your dinero more. If you are needing some inspiration and encouragement at this very moment, you have come to the right place. Gracias por compartir este tiempo conmigo. Now let's jump in to today's Dose of Money Confidence. Hey there, this is Jen Hempel, and I can't tell you enough how thrilled I am to have you join me in today's episode. Whether you're listening from your car, maybe on a commute to work, or you're maybe taking a trip, or maybe you're taking a walk or jogging, whatever it is that you're doing, I really, I really appreciate you tuning in. Today, we are going to be talking about impulse spending, and I wanted to talk about this particular topic today just because it's become a hot button in our community, in our free Facebook group. So if you haven't joined there, please take a moment to join there. So I wanted to tackle that because, again, it's it's just come up over and over again and just the challenge on how can you stop impulse spending. I have to tell you, I have been there. That's something that I struggle with as well. It happens to me in various places and I can tell you exactly where it happens to me. So it happens to me at Target. Target is just, I don't know. I'm an easy target for Target, I guess. Even with a list in hand, it can happen to me. And I know I can't be the only one. So just be sure to let me know I'm not the only one, all right? Also happens to me driving by Starbucks. And Starbucks are literally everywhere. So that's a tough one. But I have been able to overcome many times. But really, I have to tell you the story on Starbucks, the real story. It's not that I'm impulse spending. It's that my car takes me to Starbucks, navigates me. I'm not the one in control of the driving. And just somehow orders the Starbucks and it magically appears in my hand. That's the story I'm sticking to. And it also happens to me at the grocery store. That's something that I battle as well, especially if I've been running around all day, then I go grocery shopping and I haven't eaten. That's dangerous. And I know it's I'm not the only one that has happened to, but I have found some things that have worked for me that I'm going to share with you. And I'm sure that can definitely work for you if you allow it. So we'll talk about all of that today, but I want to make sure that you know that I have a five-day free challenge around this. So you can join in addition to listening to this episode, because here's the thing. In this episode, you're going to learn what you can do in detail, but in the challenge, that's where you're going to be putting it into action. So join us by all means. I invite you in this five-day challenge to help you trim that impulse spending, and you can also check the show notes. 
So what are you going to learn in today's episode? I'm going to share with you six steps that you need to take before your next shopping trip. I'm also going to share with you one quick non-negotiable action that you need to take before each shopping trip. So you have to do this each time, but it's a quick and it's definitely non-negotiable. And then I'm also going to share with you three critical questions that you need to ask yourself as you're finding those items magically appear in your cart. But before I do that, I wanted to go ahead and give a quick shout out to Carissa, who is one of our fearless Money Sisterhood members. She literally recently became a member and immediately, I'm not exaggerating, she immediately went to work. One thing that she had expressed she wanted to accomplish is to make time to do her budget and to stick to it. So within the first week, within less than seven days, not only did she accomplish this as far as creating her budget, but she was also tracking her money and she was able to determine exactly where that extra money had been going that disappeared. Way to go, Carissa. I am so proud of you. And just stay focused, press forward, because lady, I know you've got this. So let's go ahead to today's topic on impulse spending. Let me be frank and forward with this, because I want you to understand, and I think you do, (laughs) that you won't ever get rid of it 100%. That urge to impulse spend is just going to be there. You can minimize it, but it just won't completely go away. And it's okay. Because if you think about it, impulse spending is built on emotion, on maybe some triggers that we had growing up, what is currently going on, our stress levels. And if we define spending, if we look up spending, In the dictionary, it is defined by sudden, strong, and unreflective, think that keyword, unreflective urge or desire to act. So I wanted to make sure that you realize that it's unreflective. It's just something that's sudden, but we definitely can do some things to minimize it. And the other thing I want you to consider why it won't go away 100% is that the businesses that market and target us spend a lot, millions and probably billions of dollars on how they can get you to pull that trigger and buy, spend more money. So I'll talk more about that, but not in today's episode. I'm going to tackle that topic in episode 42. So that is not next week's episode, but the following Thursday's episode. So be on the lookout for that. That is episode 42. Let's talk about those six steps that you need to take before your next shopping trip. So this is like what you're going to do to set yourself up for success. Step number one is to figure out what you are impulse spending on. Is it the same things? Is it random? Is it maybe a certain price range? And you want to make a list of those things that you impulse spend on. All right. So that's step number one. Step number two is writing down just an approximate cost per shopping trip. If you maybe you go grocery shopping weekly, how are you finding yourself impulse spending every time? So if you are right in an approximate cost for that shopping trip and know how often you're finding yourself doing this and why, why do you feel a need to do this? 
I'm going to give you an example. Remember I told you I battle with the Starbucks things, right? So with what I do notice, why I feel the need, right? So it tends to be, it triggers from things that maybe just are going on that week, just too much going on. And I just want some sort of break, maybe a little stress. And that really is what triggers or I'm having a need for something sweet. And those are some examples of what triggers me for Starbucks. And of course, that they're on almost every single corner that doesn't help me (laughs) anyways. But I know I am aware of what triggers it. This episode is brought to you by Financially Strong Latina La Membresia. Imagine having a space of like-minded mujeres to lean on for support, accountability, and to get those dinero questions answered. You have that and more with Financially Strong Latina La Membresia. You can check out the details of this monthly membership at jenhemphill.com forward slash membership. Tell anybody I told you, we also have a private members only podcast in addition to all the wonderful benefits you get with this membership. So go check it out. The third step you want to take is to see how it fits in your spending plan. So you want to budget, you want to consider it within your spending plan, and you actually want to put some money aside every month. So completely separate it, whether in a complete separate bank account or savings account, or taking it out cash and putting it in in an envelope, whatever works best for you. You deem that what that is. So that's step number three. Step number four is to figure out an hourly wage based on what you make. But I want to be very, very clear here. When you're figuring this out, I want you to be very clear that this doesn't determine your worth. Okay, so let's just get that over with. This does not determine your worth. I want you to figure this out for, and I'll share you with you how you're going to use this, but this is just a number. It's nothing to do about what you're worth. So let's get that out of the way. If, of course, if you're paid by the hour, that's easy enough to figure out. If you're on salary, you got to figure out how many hours in a month you are working and divide that to figure out your hourly wage. If you are self-employed, or an entrepreneur, it's a little more challenging here, but you can take, there's different ways to do it, but you can take your monthly profit. Before we jump into today's content, keep your ears peeled for a unique reveal I'll be sharing midway through the show. It's something special just for you. And divide it by the number of hours you're working in a month, right? Or you're working in a week, depending on how often you're paying yourself. Of course, as entrepreneurs, we don't necessarily keep track of the hours that we're working, depending on what we're doing, but that's something that definitely you want to consider. So again, this hourly wage does not determine your worth. Step number five is getting clear on one financial goal you're focusing on. Notice that I'm not saying pick several financial goals. I'm talking about getting clear on just one financial goal and 
have that be the main focus until you achieve that financial goal. And then you can move on to the following. Because here's the thing. If you are like me, if you have a list, I love checklists. If you have a list and it's got 10, you know, it has multiple pages of things that you need to do, it's overwhelming. It's overwhelming in the brain. But if you have a checklist and it's got maybe two to three items, don't you find yourself a little more productive that way? Because it's just not so many things on your brain or that you see on the list that's overwhelming you. So it's definitely more helpful. Step number six is to decide on what extra ammo can you arm yourself with that best works for you when you go shopping, okay? Is it a timer? Is it a list? Is it maybe taking some time to think or sleep on it, right? Is it a combination of those things? I know for me when I'm at Target, because I mentioned that's one place that I struggle with (laughs) continuously, that timer in combination with the list works really, really well with me because if I go to Target and I know I have some other errands to do that day and I know that I have an exact weather, 30 minutes, 45 minutes, an hour, whatever the case may be, that I have to be in and out and in the car by then and I have that list, it just works fantastic. I have no time to even think about impulse spending. So you want to consider what extra ammo you can arm yourself with to minimize that impulse spending. So those are the six steps that you need to take before you go on your next shopping trip. Then the one quick non-negotiable action that you need to take before each shopping trip is reviewing your bank account or reviewing the envelope where you had separated that money that you're putting aside for this purpose. You also want to review just in general, your account in general of where you're taking the money from to go grocery shopping with. So you are clear as to what money you have to spend. And that is also going to help you minimize that impulse spending because you're going to be making better decisions knowing exactly what you have in the account and knowing, especially if you're even clear as, as to what's coming up. So there's a certain amount of money that's for the groceries and then you still have some things that are coming up, some other expenses. Definitely very critical and it will help you minimize that impulse spending. During the shopping trip, you always, as you're shopping, you want to enter with that one financial goal that you're going to be focusing on, you want to enter with that in mind. That's also going to help you minimize how much you impulse spend on because you're focused. Because if that doesn't fall into the financial goal, then your chances are more that you're not going to do it. You're not going to put that or that item is not going to appear in your cart. And finally, the three critical questions that you need to ask yourself. One question you want to ask is, how is it going to help you? It's a simple question, but just don't ignore it. Definitely answer it. Like, how is buying this Starbucks latte, how is that going to help me? It's just going to help me just temporarily because I just felt like the need to drink it, right? But is it going to help that financial goal that you're working on, right? No, it's not going to necessarily help that. So you want to make sure that you ask yourself that question. And the second question that you want to ask is how many extra hours 
would you have to work to buy this item? Okay. Is it even worth it? Let's just take the Starbucks example. If you're spending that $4, but you're finding you're doing it more often, how many extra hours is it going to take to purchase to make sure you're cover this item without intervening with the other expenses that you have on a monthly basis. And again, ask yourself, is that worth it? And the third critical question that you want to ask is, do you have this money in that account, in that envelope that you set aside? Because if you don't, that's an easy answer. Don't do it, right? So those are the three critical questions. And that is what I have for you today. I hope that you have found that of value. If you have some extra trips of things that have worked for you, that helps you minimize on that impulse spending, by all means, share, come over in the Facebook group or put it in today's in the show notes as well. So let's recap the main points of today's show. We learned the six steps that you need to take before your next shopping trip. We also talked about the one quick non-negotiable action you need to take before each shopping trip. We also learned the three critical questions to ask yourself as you're finding those things appear in your cart. All right, Jen Hempel reporting in 2021. <laughs> it was definitely interesting looking at the 2016 me versus the 2021 me. The 2021 me is still not going to tell you to cut that impulse spending for good because that's just unrealistic. It's not sustainable. It's not fun. It's like dieting and not being able or not or cutting out bread or cutting out sugar. Like how long can you really do that? Unless maybe you have some sort of health issue that forces you to do that. Now, if you are someone that finds impulse spending a challenge, definitely go through the five-day challenge as it will help, but also ask yourself, how much is my impulse spending holding me back from my current financial goals? As in real tangible numbers, how serious is it really? Or is it you feel it's serious because you feel guilt that you're spending on yourself? I want to know, I want you to challenge yourself to really understand the financial impact in dollars and cents, not what you're feeling in your head and then emotionally, because that doesn't count for this. So how much is your impulse spending costing you? You want to know how much that is. How much more can I make to be able to impulse spend without giving it a second thought? Does that even make sense for me? And at this moment in time, based on my household current priorities, you want to ask yourself those questions. Again, is your current impulse spending really holding you back from your current financial goals? How serious is it? So in dollars and cents, how much is it holding you back from really moving forward and progressing in those financial goals? Also, you want to ask yourself, the second question is, how much are your impulse spending costing you? 
in dollars and cents. You want to be very specific in dollars and cents. How much are you spending on those impulse spending? How much is it? So if it's not an exact dollar figure because you're estimating or maybe you don't have the receipts or whatever, that's okay. But I want you to have a dollar figure. How much is it? The third question is, how much more can I make to be able to do this spending, quote unquote, this impulse spending without giving it a second thought? And so that's the third question. And the last question is making more money and being able to, in a sense, have your cake and eat it too. Does that even make sense at this time? Because sometimes, depending on where you're at, sometimes we do have to make sacrifices. And that is the only way at the moment in time. So does really cutting out that impulse spending really make sense at this moment in time, given your household's current priorities? Like, what does that look like? Ask yourself those questions. Do some thinking around that. Now, I wanted to give you one update that we have moved that five-day challenge and you can get it for free. You can get access to it over at jenhemphill.com forward slash impulse spending. Next week, we will start not only a new month, but with fresh new episodes. And we are focusing, the theme for the month is mastering one thing in your financial life. And next week for that episode is just going to be you and me. Eso es todo for this replay. Thank you so much for taking time out of your busy schedule to tune into the show. Be sure to check out the show notes over at jenhemphill.com forward slash 40. That is the original page for this original episode. Remember, being the reina of your money starts simply by claiming it. I believe in you. And so should you. If you love this podcast, love this episode, I would love it if you share it with someone you care about. You never know what exactly that person is going through. And the simple act of sharing, let's face it, can change the direction of their financial life for the better. Bueno, pues, that is everything. Nos hablaremos el próximo jueves. Chao.